Good morning once again and welcome to Nature Watch. Nature Watch sponsored by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden and Bird Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street right there on the roundabout. Now here he is, your host for Nature Watch, a much healthier Gary Miller. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. You feeling better? Feeling much better. Yeah. That... So, uh, yeah, uh, a little under the weather last week and uh, the... Uh, so I thought, well, maybe we talk about Groundhogs again today. Okay. Oh, wait, we're not in Groundhog uh, Day of the movie, so I guess not not today. Okay. <laughs> well, we actually talked about Groundhogs two weeks in a row because we yes. replayed your Groundhog. Uh, yes, yes. I thought that was rather amusing because that's essentially yeah. the premise behind the entire movie. Yes, you yes. Just keep. So we're not going to talk about Groundhogs today. Okay. <laughs> well, we can do. We we get to talk about all sorts of fun stuff. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, there's actually this roller coaster of temperatures. So welcome to Michigan Amusement Park. Yeah. Ain't that, ain't that the truth? Man. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. It looks like the forecast we're going to be warm again. Yeah, I looked ahead and we could see 50s again next week. It sure looks like so it. Welcome, actually, the next couple of weeks. Welcome to and, Michigan. Uh, it uh, that that's almost too warm this time of year. Um, and I saw somebody posted from Pennsylvania. They're seeing skunk cabbage already emerging, wow. which is really early. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had a chance to look. I was going to look and see uh, um, if I'd seen anything here. I know in the last week and a half or so, I'd seen uh, some of those northern nesters, some of the uh, uh, waterfowl that uh, nest way up in the Arctic Circle, mm-hmm. um, actually in some of the waters around here. And uh, so we're starting to see some of those birds migrate. They typically start migrating fairly early. Um, as soon as that snow starts melting, they start moving north because they have such a long distance to travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, but uh, boy, those temperatures are not going to be good for plants. That's for sure. No, and you know, a, a couple of weeks ago, I talked with Andy um, on our uh, public affairs show's focus and ta- and asked about you know what can you do. And he, of course, mentioned it. there's a couple of things I guess that that you can you can find at Waddell's that will help kind of back down mother nature when she's uh saying no 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 warm 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 you know yeah we, we have a few products that'll help us uh, sort like of that, seal those so. buds up a little bit help yeah. protect from especially when we get those cold spells in march and april that mm-hmm. we probably most likely get we typically do here in michigan yeah so. you know it's like okay i understand 50 degrees you know until next week and the week after and then you know of course the bottom will fall out again and you know and again, oh, yeah. the, the key phrase is here welcome to michigan is this a surprise no yeah <laughs> so uh I was under the weather last week, and I'm like, gosh, where'd that term come from? I was a little curious. I was like, gosh, it's sort of a nature-related term. And uh, we uh, actually, actually, most of the stories about under the weather actually comes from the language of sailors. Uh, when they were under the weather, and actually the full term was under the weather bow, uh, when they were feeling ill, they would go below deck. And uh, usually on... The side of the ship that was where the prevailing winds were coming from, and I was thinking in my mind it seemed like that'd be a little more rough on that side, but maybe not. <laughs> um, and uh, so, uh, some of the other terms that they've had uh, had were under the weather quarter. So I guess I guess unofficially I'm over the weather. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, though actually, I guess the correct term would be under the lee. So I'm okay. feeling much better. So. Uh, I've, uh, I noticed this uh, last couple of weeks uh, with this temperature fluctuation, the birds have been really active at the bird feeder. Yeah, we've seen and, a lot uh, they've of They've been going activity. through a lot of seed and suet, I know. Uh, the uh, I, I, I usually use a mix of black oil, sunflower, and 
and uh, Waddell's Elite Blend, which has got a neat mix. Uh, so I have mostly black oil sunflower, and uh, I really don't end up with a lot of hulls in the ground, um, which is actually nice, and don't end up with a lot of mess on the ground either. So it uh, works out really good. Um, for those finches, I usually use like a finches feast or so, and then I've got uh, several suets that uh, I use. So if you need some more bird seed or suet, check out Waddell's. Um, yeah, they got it. We got, uh, I think, 16 kinds of bird seed there and we all sorts of suet. And uh, keep those feeding those birds because right now uh, we've had, you know, not a lot of snow this winter, but a lot of those seeds in that that they were foraging on earlier in the winter, they've eaten a lot of those. Those in the berries. And uh, so that feeder, uh, those feeders will actually help them quite a bit. Yeah. And we'll start getting migrating uh, birds coming through too, and they'll actually, that's a good stop for them. Um, they can do a quick feed instead of having to forage for a lot of food. Yeah, squirrels like it too, but yes, we've they got do. a we've got a squirrel that apparently hasn't doesn't have the ability to learn because we have a tree that's really close to where our our feeder well, that's probably, is. Probably that's probably good. Yeah. Well, and he and he'll jump down, but he hits the baffle and falls off. And one time he hit the baffle and then hit the suet feeder and then hit the ground. And <laughs> and I'm like, you know. I, you got to learn, dude. They're, they're, enter- they're entertaining. It is entertaining, you know, and as long as he's not, you know, he's a lion there on the ground after it's all over with, we're good. But. So those uh, squirrels tend to usually learn after a short time. And, that uh, maybe this is not such a good idea. Yeah, maybe so. we'll just sit on the ground and eat whatever's there. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes it's actually uh, quite a challenge to stay above, uh, <laughs> in front of those squirrels and uh, stay ahead of them uh, so they don't keep eating all your bird seed. So sometimes you got to just grit your teeth and you feed the squirrels. Yeah. Um, give them some corn and they've got some neat, uh, I know we've got some neat things at the store that uh, you can uh, put some ears of corn on and get, get some entertainment with the squirrels. Yeah, they have the fun corn, with that. So. They grab the ear and swing. And yeah, eat. so we've got like a, it was like a Ferris wheel type of yes. a, a effect. We've got a bungee cord one. So, you know, make them work for it a little bit. Don't just hand it to yeah. them. Yeah. Um, view events. We still have the Green Thumb Club series at Waddell's. Um, going on i know most of those sessions are are full or almost full um check our website out because uh we've got our uh spring plant expo we usually call it the expo uh but our spring garden uh, plant and garden flower show um that uh fourth weekend in march and uh we've got all sorts of uh seminars all the like almost all those seminars that were in the green thumb club are going to be represented then and uh Check out our website. You can see all those, and you can sign up for those ahead of time. We've got more room in those seminars, typically, for uh, for bigger crowds. Uh, going on this weekend, the Great Backyard Bird Count. So, yeah, that's right. So uh, through the 19th, and uh, so through Monday. Um, so that's going on right now. Uh, so that would be something to uh, participate in if you're looking for something to do uh, later today or tomorrow afternoon and you're listening to a you know, hockey game or a basketball game. Uh, you can uh, maybe do some bird counting. Now, um, is there a place you go online to? Yes, actually. So um, if you go to um, the Audubon Society, actually has a link to it. And uh, the uh, Kalamazoo Audubon Society, so kalamazooaudubon.org, um, they have info on it too. And they've got a link to the Great Backyard Bird Count uh, website. Um, it's, it's birdcount.org. Um is that website and they actually have some instructions on there how to do it and then they want you to do it for at least 15 minutes or more and uh and they have tools for you to uh, report what you've seen and uh, so that's a it, you know it's a fun activity um it's actually a neat activity to do with some kids 
So if you got kids in the house um, looking for something to do and they're going a little stir crazy, um, you know, give, give them a, a bird book and some binoculars and uh, yeah. have them help participate in the back, uh, great backyard bird count. It is, it is, it's fun. It is, and it will keep you busy, especially now, because like you said, if you got a bird feeder, you're going to get a lot of activity. You get a lot of different birds in too, so uh, definitely a, a fun activity. Um, I think we might want to throw out the the trivia question because okay. it's a might be a little bit of a challenge. Um, this last week, a new nature preserve was was announced here in Southwest Michigan. Really, and the nature preserve. Um, I'm not going to mention the the entity that that is controlling it now, just to see making a little more Google search um, tough here. Uh, but they actually um, are looking at the it being a habitat for particularly a specific animal oh and it's an endangered animal here in michigan hmm. so my question is is what specific animal is the preserve for oh it's actually for a lot of a lot of different animals but they, they specifically mentioned this particular endangered animal in southwest michigan okay so what That's... animal are they looking uh, to try to to help out their population all right all right, three eight two four two eight zero or eight seven seven three eight two four two eight zero. and as gary and i love saying every day we're it <laughs> and and Gary does not have a phone. I could drag it over there for you if you wanted me to, yeah, ah, but that's okay. Ah. Um, so so actually some other some other neat activities that uh, actually had happened to see on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking for information on striped skunks here in Michigan. Oh wow! And it's actually the uh, Department of Fisheries and Wildlife at Michigan State University, and they're studying the behavior, activity patterns, and habitat use of striped skunks across the state and so they asked that if you see a skunk whether it's dead or alive they have a short survey to fill out and it's a google doc um they've got a link on their facebook page so if you google fisheries and or search on facebook for fisheries and wildlife mm-hmm. um you can do a search on google tool and you can eventually get there but it's on their facebook page and uh, it's a little short survey but uh it's difficult to study skunks, and nobody's really studied skunks, and so they're trying to see uh, all the skunk activity, and we're going to start seeing a lot of skunk activity with the warmer temperatures. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, something that we actually assist some research going on in the, in the state. Okay. Um, we have a call. Now, I'm going to warn the caller ahead of time because <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't mention this. Uh, because Gary and I are the only ones here, We uh, when I pick up the phone, I'm going to put you on hold and then bring you in. So don't hang up. Okay. <laughs> Don't hang up. Okay. She hung up. Okay. Well, call back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when uh, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's, we're kind of a two-man operation here, and it, uh, it gets a little, uh, it gets a little crazy, but, uh, yeah, please call back, and then when we, uh, answer the phone, we're going to put you on hold really quickly. And then we'll get you on the air for the question. And that is, of course, as Gary said, there's a, a new land preserve that's been designated in, uh, in Michigan. And it's specifically designed to encourage a, and, and help increase population of an endangered species yes. here, in, and especially in southwest Michigan. So what is that species? So 382-4280, And, of course, you'll win a uh, $20 gift card from Woodell's. And as I am saying this, our, our person is, is calling again. So, <laughs> hang on. So. There we go. Okay, I think, I think we got her. Did we, hang up, did we hang up on you? 
yes, you did. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're like we're we're just a two two person thing here, and we're not phone trained, so you have to okay. you have to forgive us. Is this uh, Jolene? Yes, it is. Uh, well, uh-huh. okay, Jolene. Uh, do you know the answer to the question? Well, I hope I do. Uh, is it the badger? Oh, that is a fantastic guess, but it's not the correct guess. Oh. <laughs> Wow, that was a good guess. Well, as you know, uh, Jolene, you can uh, you can uh, uh, when we when we let you go, you can go and look for the answer and call us back. Okay. All right. All right. Thank so you. thank you, ma'am. So I, right. we'll get, throw a hint out there that this uh, this preserve is in Cass County. Oh, okay. There we go. So maybe a little hint uh, that might help uh, people okay. a little bit. All right. And uh, hmm. the uh, we'll see uh, see if somebody people can come up. Something else interesting in the in the news this last week. Uh, Spotted lanternfly. Really? Um, they're actually, uh, they actually, a couple of days ago, had uh, uh, a meeting and actually um, from Michigan Department of Agriculture and uh, Rural Development. They uh, actually had a, a, a Zoom meeting. I, I didn't have a chance to attend, uh, zoom in on that. Uh, but uh, they, they were actually going along with uh, folks from the DNR and they were actually talking about uh, the concern about spotted lanternfly um there, there's all sorts of information if you go to the, the dnr website um, they have all sorts of information on the spotted lanternfly what to look for species that look similar uh things to look for especially this time of year like the egg masses and that and uh, they're very concerned because they have uh, definitely identified spotted lanternfly over in oakland county here in michigan it is very near us here in michigan because in elkhart and st joseph county indiana they have definitely seen populations there, so just across the state line. And uh, so that's going to be uh, a little bit of a, a concern to watch for that. Okay. And the other species that they were talking about, and this is primarily the one that they were really gearing towards, was the box tree moth. Ooh. And the box tree moth, we've really not talked too much about that in the past, um, but a very big concern for homeowners, landscapers, the nursery industry. Because we already have 12 counties in southeastern and south central Michigan that are in a quarantine oh. because of the box tree moth. And the uh, that was mostly the update that they had talking about the quarantine. They have a very limited uh, um, allowance of boxwoods as far as movement of those plants and that. Things to watch for. Again, if you uh, go to the DNR website, they have a- excellent photos, what to look for, some key um, identification. Mm. Um, the big concern with this, it's a new invasive in- insect pest, is that it has destroyed an estimated 75% of boxwoods in Europe. Wow. 75%. And there are a lot of boxwoods around. And we've had in the past, we've had boxwood blight um, that we've been concerned about. Most of the uh, species that you see around in, in southwestern Michigan, I know all the species that we carry at Waddell's, are resistant to the boxwood blight. They're not going to be able to fight off this, uh, this box moth. tree moth. No, and uh, so very, uh, very big concern for the nursery industry and for homeowners because uh, it, it's been spreading pretty fast. Okay, we got another phone call here. Hang on, and as I said, all right, and here we go. And I'm I'm doing this better. Yes, I'm not hanging it. up on people anymore. Good morning. Welcome to Nature Watch. Who's this? This is Donna. Hi, Donna. How are you this morning? Great. Good. Okay, so the question is, of course, there's a new land conservancy in the area, and it's specifically designed to help an endangered species that we see here 
in southwest Michigan. And as Gary said, it's in Cass County. Uh, do you happen to have the answer? I have a guess, and I'm not quite so sure how to say it. The Massasauga snake? That is actually correct. Yeah, the eastern Massasauga rattlesnake. The ma- yeah, the so ma- it's the only rattlesnake that's resident here in Michigan. Yeah. And uh, you don't see them very often. They, they reside in wet areas or wetlands. And uh, so the uh, um, Southwest Michigan Land Conservancy actually uh, has their biggest preserve now um, in Cass County. They just announced it this last week. And they've got uh, a lot of wetland habitat there. Um, it's going to play a vital role for not only for the eastern Massasauga rattlesnake, but as uh, uh, as well as uh, other amazing creatures and rare plants. Uh, so we get a lot of uh, wetland plants, some of those carnivorous plants, like yeah. pitcher plant, mm-hmm. um, sundew. Um, so we're going to see uh, you know, a lot of uh, activity on that as far as helping those animals. Um, I do know that they posted on their websites, if you go to the Southwest Michigan Land Conservancy website, um, that it is not going to be open to the public. Oh, primarily because it's wet most of the year. Okay, and uh, and there are rattlesnakes. I mean, you well, know, yes, there are. <laughs> uh, the the Massas- eastern Massasauga is not a real big snake as far as rattlesnakes. Um, no. I have seen some several times over the years, and uh, uh, I guess every time I've seen, almost every time I've seen them, they've been quite small. They've been a, a young one, mm-hmm. um, you know, about a foot or less in length. Um, but they do have the venom. They're, they're not near as potent as some of the other rattlesnake species. Right? And they're they're kind of docile, too. I, yes, they I, are. I had a friend of mine who was, a, uh, uh, was a, a park ranger, and he said, he goes, I don't really want to describe it this way, but he says, this is a rattlesnake that you almost have to walk up to and jump up and down on it to make it mad. Right, right. Um, so it was not, not much aggressive rather, at all. Yeah, it's not aggressive. Yeah, not but, aggressive at all. Well, let's get to the good stuff. Congratulations. You win the prize, the uh, gift card. So um, hang on. I'm going to put you on hold so I can come back in a few seconds and get some information from you, okay? Okay. All right. Have a wonder. Did you have a question for Gary or? No. no, Nope. Just all right. I've I've seen one of those snakes up at Pure Cedar Creek. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Yep. All right, and and yeah, there. It's actually a very beautiful snake. But again, I, I mean, I understand its docile nature, but it's a rattlesnake. You're yes, gonna want to. You're gonna want to. You don't want to get. Bit. Don't want to get close to it. So, all right, hang on, ma'am. I will be right back with you here in a second, and we'll get the information. This is a good time to take a break. Okay. All right. Sounds we'll good. come right back with Nature Watch here on uh, 591069 FM WKZO. Wild birds prefer the superior quality bird seed that you'll find at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's carries 16 different varieties of bird seed. And because of the large volume they buy, Waddell's offers you the best prices around. Get black oil sunflower seed. This week, the 50-pound bag is on sale for $26.99. Or if you buy two or more bags, they're just $25 each. Don't forget something special for your finches. They love Finches Feast. 10 pounds of Finches Feast is now on sale for $13.99. Or buy two or more 10-pound bags for only $12.90 per bag. Safflower seed is a favorite of Cardinals, but you'll find squirrels will leave it alone. Save $4 on 10 pounds of safflower seed, now on sale for $15.99, or get two 10-pound bags just $14.49 each. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, your bird feeding headquarters for 78 years. On Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. WKZO News Time is 8.52. We're back with Gary and Nature Watch. Congratulations again to Donna, who yes. uh, 
pick that up. I, yeah. I never would have guessed Michigan Rattler, but yeah, so not, not a species you usually think of as far as an endangered. I've species, only seen but. one, and it was from a pretty good distance, and and I, I saw it. I didn't hear it because I didn't get close enough to it to make it you know aggravated, which is good because yes, you know, like we yes. said. It's small, but it's still a rattlesnake. Yes, it is. But it's the only poisonous snake that's in Michigan. Yes. And usually you see them on the eastern side of the state, so it's kind of nice. That yeah, I, 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 to... I've seen them around here in southwestern Michigan several times, usually near wet areas. Uh, I know uh, one time I saw one, it was in a pretty dry land situation, so I wasn't sure if a bird had picked it up and then dropped it at some point, so it was uh, quite a ways away from its wet area. Uh but uh, the ones I saw were small enough and docile enough that they didn't uh, try to rattle. Yeah, so, which is cool. Which is good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it brings to mind that, uh, you know, every species is important because it's a, it's an environment and an ecosystem. And yes. every species is important for that because some species relies on that or it's a good control for some species. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, it's good to have that good balance uh, out there. Well, it's nice they're working on trying to run, you know, to rejuvenate it, especially on this side of the state. Because you're right, you don't see a lot of them over here. And, uh, you know, it, it actually it's a good good preserve, I think, to, to have for this nature preserve because with that uh, wet area, we've lost so many wetlands. Mm-hmm. And in those wetlands, those wetlands are great for, you know, Flood control. Um, yeah. There's a lot of species that rely on those wetlands as far as habitat to to survive in, and uh, or they're young. You know, they, they raise their young in those wetlands. So, well, I'm I I'm guessing that one, the Masaga, of course, will be the the target, but they will find other species, oh, it, 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 plant and animal. They'll that, get a lot of benefits without a lot of other be, animals and plants. Yeah, uh, a lot a lot of plants in the in those wetland areas, which is really cool. Um, I know the. Um, the big big thing that they they've done some with some um, drones that they've flown over. They they did mention that uh, they've seen some Phragmites, which is that very tall grass like uh, plant that is very invasive and uh, tends to fill in and cho- even chokes out cattails. Mm. <laughs> uh, so uh, they they've got some there. Um, they they think they can do some enough uh, removal that they can keep it under control there. Okay. And, uh, so they'll. Uh, to make sure that they have all those those native plants encourage that growth growth in that um this this box tree moth is definitely a very big concern um little uh history on that um the uh early in 2023 so just this last year they had two counties in quarantine wow in december they added 10 more. So there's 12 counties in quarantine. That's not a good number. They're anticipating probably going to have to extend that quarantine mm-hmm. and enlarge it. Uh, right now, like I said, they're in, in, in southeast and south-central Michigan. Uh, but the nearest counties, we've got Eaton, Jackson, and Lenaway counties. So they're not too far away from us. I was going to say, Eaton County is uh, down and, the uh, and then to the east. And uh, so we're going to see a, a lot of that uh you know, monitoring to make sure that uh, we don't have that that moth spread around. Um, you know, if you go look at history with the way the emerald ash borer spread and as rapidly as it spread, this yeah. is definitely because it's a flying insect uh, in the adult stage. It's going to be a big concern. I just remember all the problems we've had and still have with the gypsy moth. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is now called the, uh, um, I'm drawing a blank now. Oh. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, they renamed the gypsy moth to uh, spongy moth. Spongy uh, moth. I knew I'd get it there sooner or later. Um, a little more politically correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
It's still the same animal. Uh, but uh, actually in 2021, um, they first confirmed the, the box tree moth in the continental U.S. And USDA has been working, um, trying to eradicate it and contain it. And because of nursery plants getting moved around, um, it uh, get you know sometimes you, you don't know that there's eggs laid on a on a plant and uh, plant gets moved and all of a sudden you've got oh, little yeah. worms emerging and uh, before you know it they, they've started spreading. Um, so definitely uh, they're going to be you know trying to do some traps on that, trying to contain where it's at. Um, I would definitely think we're probably going to be seeing that quarantine get enlarged at some point. Yeah, that's uh, which is unfortunate, um, especially you know with uh, with all the plants that are out there and uh, you know boxwoods are very popular. They're deer resistant. They're evergreen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely a, a concern to to watch for. So if you have a chance, look at that DNR website. Um, see what you you need to look for to see you know watch for signs for that because and if you see something. Report it um, so they can they can try to contain it. Um, but also the same token with that spotted lanternfly. Remember last fall we talked about the their new program that they were doing, the see it, squish it, report it program. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they're still continuing that. So because the spotted lanternfly is so close, that's also a very big concern, especially for the fruit industry. Uh, the uh, spotted lanternfly, if if it gets out and gets spread everywhere could very well decimate our fruit industry here in Michigan. Ooh, that's not good. And that's not good because we no. have a lot of different fruit trees. There's so, the problem is that there's so many different plants that they feed on. Mm-hmm. Their favorite plant is Alanthus or Tree of Heaven, which is an introduced tree from Asia, uh, used in the landscape for quite a few years, um, has become invasive in areas. Uh, I know when I was over in Europe a couple of years ago in, in, uh, in Greece and Italy, they're everywhere. They're like a weed. Mm-hmm. Now, in fact, I was surprised to see so many of them. Um, I grew up, we had a couple of tree of heaven in our, in our yard, in our farmyard. Uh, previous owners uh, many, many years ago had planted some. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're sort of a nice-looking tree. They do have a flower. Um, they don't smell very good. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not a very strong tree. They're typically very hollow. Their stems are pithy. Um, but the, even the big trees typically almost always are, are hollow at some point. Okay. And oh. uh, so... Uh, that's something I know that they've been trying to look at because they tend to, they can really become very invasive if those seeds spread. Okay. Um, we usually kept them under control because it was in the yard and the little seedlings that came up got mowed over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, uh, yeah, it, it is, uh, it is, it, you just got to be under, you got to be aware of it. So, and so, uh, uh, suppose we could do this the next week. Oh yeah. We yeah, can do this again so? next week. All right. Let's, well, let's do uh, that. So yeah, watch watch for those uh, invasive species. Check out the DNR website, and uh, if you uh, have trouble getting that link for that that skunk information and that skunk survey, mm-hmm. um, email me at naturewatch at waddells.com, and I can uh, email you the link for that. Um, I, I was going to try to get the the address and everything, but it's just a Google Doc, so they have a link to a Google Doc, oh, so okay, it's pretty pretty go. difficult to to do. Uh, get that actual address all right we'll see you next week